This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy August Oh God, is it happy? Are we happy it's August? I don't know how I feel about that. Well, you know, it's funny because people feel like the day it's August, they're like, summer's over. Okay, time. No, no. We have a whole month left of freedom and sunshine and barbecues. What is is free about our summer though? Like I'm not in fourth grade. I don't have like a free summer. It's true. It is very true. Um, I see, like, I always <laughs> question people's idea of, like, what summer even means. Because, like, right? for me, it's like, okay, it's hot outside. Like, I'm sweating all the time. But, like, to like, I don't get why people just, like, feel like summer is, like, automatically more fun than any other time of because year. Because it, it definitely is more lax, I feel. Like, it just, it's summer. So it's like a mental thing, I feel. And also, like, you get to do more things on the weekend, such as beach or pool, if you're lucky enough, I should say. But in the winter, you don't do those things because it's freezing, so you have to stay inside. So it's like summer, you're you're just, like, living, you know? Okay. Sure. You know? I'm just not really a summer person. I've come to terms with that. I used to feel weird about it, but now I, now I don't. Now I embrace it. Uh, now you're like, I don't hide it anymore. I tell people I hate the summer. It's fine. Yeah, like I don't hate it. I just like, I don't idolize it in the same way that a lot I, of people do. I really do think that sweating is one of the worst things in the world though. Like and it, being hot, it being, I don't, I tell people I don't do well in the heat. Like I'm not like I'm uncomfortable. Don't talk to me. So if I'm at the beach or the pool, I'm fine because like you're allowed to be hot there. But other than that, whatever, whatever. <laughs> allowed to be hot there. Um, <laughs> okay. We are talking about Potomac and Shaws of Sunset today. Um, <laughs> okay. So on Potomac, we're kind of, I feel like we're still trying to figure out sort of where Mia fits in with the group. Aside from her friendship with Karen, because she's had issues with Wendy a couple times now. And then this week, we see that Giselle and Robin are kind of trying to get to know Mia a little better. And they are pretty squarely declined in that effort. (laughs) I want to know. Okay. So... Giselle and Robin send this text inviting Mia to drinks and they specifically say they want to get to know her without Karen. I want to know because this was the big debate. How did you feel about the way they said without Karen in that text? Did you think it was rude or uncalled for, or did you think it was just logistical? 
I don't think it was rude. Like, I don't think it was rude. I think it was, uh, they didn't, it was not necessary. Like, because imagine I wouldn't just text you for lunch and be like, but don't bring so-and-so. You wouldn't even think to bring that person. Like me, right. you were invited to lunch. I wouldn't just automatically think that's an open invitation for anyone that I can think of. So, but I get what they were doing. Cause they, they explained it after, like they wanted to just meet her, but they, they, by adding that text, you made it clear that like you they right they it, it's not done well <laughs> right i agree i i understand why from their perspective they want it to be drinks without karen right but i think the first text they should have just invited her and then once they were making the plans you know maybe if mia had asked to bring karen they could have said no or you know if there had been kind of more back and forth but to present the initial invitation as like we would like to get to know you karen <laughs> is not allowed to come i think it's weird because it's like at the same time though i could see mia like surprise bringing karen to drinks yeah, yeah. and then that would have been another like messy situation. So I think it's the kind of thing where my thing with Mia right now, I think she still seems like great casting in terms of like every, all the qualities you want a housewife to have. But aside from Karen, I don't feel like she really is bonding with anyone (laughs) in the group or yeah. Like even really giving, you know, if you you're in a cast with six other women and basically she's blocked herself off from right. Wendy, Giselle and Robin. And I don't, Ashley's, you know, literally going into labor. So I don't think she's going to be like BFFs with Mia and Candace. I don't really think they're getting too close either. So it's like, I want to, I'm still like into the idea of her, but I'm like, okay, you got to like play nice a little bit. Yeah. And she is like, no one's going to dictate who I, that wasn't what the, they weren't like, you're never allowed to see Karen again. That wasn't, they weren't like dictating who you can (laughs) hang out with. So right away, they both were just defensive. Like it kind of seriously reminded me of like Vanderpump. Like, I feel like people are seriously trying to fight to be who's like the number one girl in the group right now. And I'm like, everyone, you're right. Everyone needs to just like, you just need to like chill and hang out a little bit. I do feel like that's the thing with Giselle and Karen is like, I don't think they, truly like hate each other i think they drive each other crazy and i think they both want to be sort of like the top dog and so mia you know like for karen to bring mia into the group i understand why giselle is a little bit like okay like let me try and get this girl a little more at least in the middle if not like on my team but I, yeah. I love also a quick little moment that stuck with me when Candace is describing Mia to her like music producer or whoever. And she describes her as this total glamazon with really huge feet. <laughs> that is the most like brutal way to describe someone. <laughs> and she was like, well, she's really tall. Like she's tall. And I was like, yeah, so it makes sense. She's not going to be like a size five foot. She's she's tall that, that like explains it but also we we need to talk about the fact i don't know i don't remember hearing about this but when they sent the text they were at their photo shoot Giselle and robin for their podcast and yes. i was just like okay all right i like that they they explained how their podcast came to be Reasonably and it was like shady. 
we've always been friends. And then we did a couple Instagram lives together. And then let's yeah. start a podcast, which honestly is pretty relatable. I feel like that's a lot of people did that during quarantine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is just funny, like how these like business ventures and deals and stuff just kind of pop up out of nowhere. It's like everybody has a podcast photo shoot and everybody has like a, um, you know, like a makeup line meeting. And it's like, I, it's always like hard to try to figure out like which of these are like real business ventures where it's like a way of making money and which of them are just like an activity to do on the show. Right. And also it's giving us a break for a little bit because spinoffs were a big thing at one point in time. Like it was either you're getting your own show or a book deal. And now I feel like book deals are still like, you know, a thing, but now everyone's like, what can I, what can I do next? And listen, we love a housewives business venture. It is keeping us going. It is interesting. Definitely Bravo isn't as um, generous with the spinoffs as they used to be. Cause I mean, we're getting Candy's restaurant show. But other than that, we haven't really had like a new housewife spinoff in a long time, which is probably for the best. <laughs> Correct. But whatever happened with like Ryan's renovation, is that only on Peacock? Like that's not on no. television. Well, Ryan's renovation, you no, know, it was on NBC. It was on Bravo. But like, how would Did you I, have like, more miss than- the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, it was like literally it was after... It was like after million dollar listings. So you had to stay up till like 10 PM to watch it. Oh but, God. But like, that is more of like a one-off thing, like, or like candy ski trip or whatever. Like, okay. You're doing like one little season, but like we haven't had a don't be tardy or a married <laughs> manzoed with whatever's children. Married, married to, to Manzo. Beth- Ma- manzoed with children. Yeah. That's it. Bethany ever after. Like we haven't had <laughs> a real, like, spin off like a real show that's not just like a mini thing in a long time well here we go manifesting once again now i can't wait for the announcement i famously have never watched a single episode of don't be tardy so i'm not gonna be too sad about that okay you know i have it's and 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 i'm not judging you yeah no i know but now okay so i always see this when the show was on it's very different than how they are now like then you know right 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 you know (laughs) you know so (laughs) anyway (laughs) who knows maybe ashley's going into labor with her second baby maybe she'll get a spinoff that's like mommies and movie producing with michael what kind of movie is we talking with michael oh my god He's going to be the next Randall Emmett. So, well, is that even something you kind of want to strive for? Like, I don't even know because um, never in terms a- of in terms of quality purposes, no. Like, if you want to make great movies, but I think it's like a business model that works. <laughs> okay, and I don't think Michael is like a film buff, so it's probably more of a money grab. True. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Michael was the bartender on Watch What Happens Live last night. Like Ashley was obviously the guest, but they once again are just saying like, Andy was like, brought up the picture of him recently at a bar and he was like, I go out like there's going to be fans everywhere. There's going to be pictures. And Ashley was like, just letting you know, Andy, like I go out too. And I feel like have not, we not heard this exact same conversation of them like over the years that they both go out, whether it be separately or together. Like, I feel like I've never heard another couple talk about that as much as they do like defending themselves. Yeah. They are in, they have an interesting dynamic where like, it sort of seems like they've had an open relationship or some kind of arrangement. But then clearly last season, we saw Ashley basically being like, that's not okay anymore. Like, that's right. not how it's going to be. And so I think the question is always like, if they have some sort of arrangement or they're open or whatever, like, that's fine. Like, I don't give a fuck. But like, it always feels like it's some scandal of Ashley's being like hurt by Michael. And mm-hmm. so I think that's more the question that it's like, there was a certain point where with like Bronwyn and Sean, it was clear that, you know, they had their arrangement or whatever, and that was working for them. It's not anymore. They're splitting up, but like, (laughs) it's like, I just want everybody to be on the same page with each other. Even if like, we don't know the full details, but if Ashley seems upset, like I'm going to be upset for her. Totally. And last night she seems like they're in a very good place, which I'm glad. I'm glad we felt how we felt about Michael, but seeing them as a family, it's nice. I did. I was like props to Ashley for basically being like, hi, I'm about to have a baby. Can you like leave your like random (laughs) business idea until we like get through this pressing issue right now? (laughs) Come on, (laughs) Michael. Now's not the time. (laughs) No, it's not. Um, Okay. So peace out house pajama jam. It is a mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) We're really, we're really going for it with the themes lately. We are, this time we've had the nude interlude. We've had the peace out pajama jam. Like we're really, (laughs) they're really getting creative here, which I guess I appreciate. (laughs) It does. It does. Did. Dud. It did look fun. I loved the fireball shot upon arrival. I love that little detail. And Candace really is like, living her best life right now like it's very nice but she is like i don't know i don't know i kind of felt something last night i don't know how to like word i need it, a though. 
I need like a crumb of context for what you like. I don't know. It's maybe it's something to do with their marriage. I don't have the Mm. own my own details that I'm even trying to talk about. You got a little tingly feeling about something with Candace. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, that's all the information I have. I do think it's interesting because we know he's the husbander now and he's, you know, doing his catering stuff and they're moving and they have the bonus kids. Like there is just a lot going on in their lives together. And so like, especially with the business arrangement, like I hope that they're, you know, communicating well and like talking to each other and all of this stuff. But, you know, Candace does seem really happy right now she just uh shared the track listing for her upcoming album which looks like it comes out september 24th so congrats to her she's like doing it (laughs) i know i was like should like is it that easy and i want to use the word easy but like is it that like you can just i guess if you are talented in that sense you can just like go and make an album like you is that how it how it works like she just she's she signed with a label, so she's not like... Well, she also did mention that previously it didn't work out. It wasn't a good fit, so now she's with someone else, which I I like like hearing these... So- that's why I'm like, I kind of am into the storyline because I like hearing those types of details. But I do want to know now, ask you, what did you think? Like, she's like, oh, oops. <sighs> Shoot, I forgot to invite Ashley. Like, no, oh you did. You, you didn't. You didn't. but she even admit she was like well i knew she wasn't gonna come but when when i hear things like that and then i'm always like so then invite them if you know they're not gonna come then you look like the bigger person and invite them right and it's just so funny because it's like candace please (laughs) like (laughs) you know i mean i obviously like i think that there are certain times when it's appropriate to not invite everyone and i think it even it would have been fine if candace would like i almost wish she would have just said like no like you know ashley and i don't fuck with each other i didn't invite her to my house but for her to be like oh you know what i sh- i meant to i forgot she, yeah that was a, a little acting that we saw of can a glimpse of her acting because um, it was funny <laughs> I agree. This party looked fun, though. I love that they were playing, what was it, Prosecco Pong? Yeah, Prosecco Pong. And then never, now never have, they moved on to never have I ever, but no one clearly has ever played the game. So everyone's drinking when they shouldn't. Yeah, I did. I, you know, thank God these ladies giving us answers. It was, she didn't have her clit done. She had vaginal rejuvenation. And it's so funny to me that they were all so like, puzzled by the idea of something with her clip, but then vaginal rejuvenation, they're like, oh yeah, okay, (laughs) that's normal. Like, I mean, it like, obviously no judgment coming from me, but it's just hilarious that they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, I also don't exactly believe that is what happened so anyway but also the fact that yeah because it's we it's either this or that what there's something again happening there what i have a question yes go ahead how many businesses do you own you know what (laughs) it's no one's business it's no one's fucking business because if you owned maybe if you had a fucking business that you were passionate about (laughs) like mia just comes she comes off so abrasive in these moments and it's like 
I again, like we were talking, I feel like we we kind of see both sides about including Karen in that text message. But it's like for her to all of a sudden pull it back to like, I'm a successful businesswoman, so I don't have time to deal with these women, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, well, I don't know your personal schedule, but like being on this show is also a job. So like for Giselle and Robin to be like thinking about your relationship with them, like this is part of a job. Like it's not like Giselle's not sitting at home, like, bored all day thinking of how she can like be relevant it's like she's literally on the show i was just gonna say like now you're making it a comp that every woman that you were talking to in that room works and has a job so it doesn't matter how many it's actually what you're it, it doesn't matter at all everyone has right. a side and, hustle right and i think it's it's interesting always when women on these shows will kind of bring up their career their success or whatever and it's like obviously everybody has different experience that they're bringing to the table. Like, you know, Wendy with her degrees was like, you know, kind of getting people were annoyed with her for bringing that up last season. But it's like, when it comes down to it, all of you have been hired for this show and that's the job that you are currently doing in this moment. So it's like, to me, it's always been kind of lame to like criticize someone for not working full time or owning a business or something, because it's like, well, it still got you to the same place on Housewives. So, like, in totally. this case, you guys are, like, equals. Imagine someone turned around and she's like, how many businesses do you own? And they're like, 30. How many do you own? And Mia's like, uh, yeah, I own 30 fucking businesses. How many do you own? Well, and she's talking to Escala. It's like, you don't know Escala at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even, like, we don't weird. know Escala at all. <laughs> That's when I love when Robin gets, like, defensive. And she's like, what the fuck does that ma- mean? matter how many businesses i own like seriously that was so weird but yeah she like that's what i'm talking about she stands there all like glammed out and she's like grinning and like talking and i'm just like i can't tell if you're nice or not like i'm very very confused but i need i would if i had one note for mia which like i said i'm still kind of feeling her out it would just be like to take a breath and like let people in a little bit more because i think you know, if we get to the halfway point that toward the end of the season and it still feels like she hasn't really made friends at all. And she's a one and tough. done house. Yep. She's one right, of those. It's right. And then I don't even mean it's like in that sense, it's not even like, oh, you are so bad at being a housewife. It's just like you can't really stay on the show if you're not getting along with anyone like so, you have to play nice with the other girls right like play in the sandbox whatever <laughs> <laughs> spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones make sure you are using ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys so you can make sure you're shopping smarter not harder no matter what you are purchasing the average ibotta user earns 256 dollars per year that could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. Let's talk about Shaz. Yeah. This was kind of a weird episode, but some some important developments. I think the biggest of which is right at the beginning. So Adam tells Reza that he's fine to end the restraining order and that he is like, wants, you know, Reza to be able to meet Shams and all that stuff. He's good with it. Then we go over to MJ's house and she's talking to Tommy and Tommy says, absolutely fucking not. Still is adamant that Reza will never meet his child and is basically like mad at MJ that she would even ask if that's a possibility. And it's like, really it's, I mean, obviously like this has been a long process that they've all gone through, but it's really hard to see that. It's like, everyone seems to be on the same page of, okay, let's actually try and move past this now. And Tommy is just like, so not there. Yeah. To be honest, I almost feel like MJ was kind of shocked too at how like stern he was and that the answer was no. He was like, you can, she was like, what did he say? She was like, he's willing to lift it. And he was like, he can lift it like a, like a hundred miles from me. <laughs> like it's not happening. And I Tommy, was like, Tommy will fun. throw out like, <laughs> any kind of analogy but he just says it with such an intensity that you're like okay sure makes sense the only thing is like i found it so interesting how all of a sudden adam was like yeah actually like i think this is it and i was like whoa that that is so like out of left field but maybe that's all the time he needed but i'm like so curious i think there was a time when mj and reza's relationship was still on such thin ice that it was kind of like, I don't know, like, let's see how it goes. We'll feel it out. We, I still feel kind of nervous. Whereas over the course of this season, MJ and Reza seem so good now and so fine with each other. They get to the Redwoods. They're like thrilled to be sharing this cabin with each other. You know, they seem like they're like besties again. And it's just so uncomfortable as a viewer because we know that MJ has this. Yep news about the restraining order that's you know it's just going to be devastating to reza and she's i i totally get why she is like conflicted about when to tell him how to tell him but it's like it's not going to be good when she does i know but i also feel like she doesn't know what to say because maybe in her head she's like okay maybe in like another month or two i can talk to tommy again and like see how things have changed because if tommy loves her and he sees how happy she is hanging out with reza now and how it's affecting her maybe he'll change his mind too but it's um yeah it's hard just cuz i don't i don't know how i don't know if tommy has that like rational mindset inside of him yeah, I don't think so, but... <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> don't think I don't so. know. 
Uh, but we're okay. We're going to the redwoods. We're on this bus for a, a while. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Um. I was like, okay. When you have to do that side by side count, like countdown or thirty minutes left, whatever. You know, it's a long ride, and it's like this group on this bus. I don't know. It's just every, there's so much drama. It's it's insane with the amount of people. But this one argument between London and Reza was one of the most confusing. And this show has already been confusing this year, this season. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it stems from the fact that London is clearly very um, long-winded and is dominating the conversation. And she's like, Reza's, hold on one second. To Reza's credit, he's not the only one that was annoyed by this. They show like multiple of them talking about how much London loves to talk. And it it was weird. Obviously this is edited down because they're not going to just show her talking for an hour, but like the way they kept showing her, like somebody would try to say something. She's like, no, no, I'm almost done. And it's like, it just feels that like, that's not really how like social conversations work. Like you're on the bus. Everybody's just like talking. Yeah, I feel like she was treating it like a therapy session of some, but it was just a normal conversation. And right, like, like she didn't like she had the talking stick, and she was like, "No, no, I still have the stick." Wait, and then like the bus stopped short, and the way the camera angle was, it almost looked like they got in like an altercation, but really the bus stopped short and everyone fell. And I was like, "What did they just try to get us to think that that was?" The way they had Layla and Shervin driving this bus, I was like, "Is this like?" legal is the safe is the, are they like certified for that i don't know no like i always wonder do you need is that like can anybody drive that like all you need I don't is know, a license there's different there are different like classes of driver's license so obviously if you're like if you're like a truck driver or something that's like a different type of license or yeah. even if you're like if you're like a bus driver but i don't know for like a rv type of situation i don't know i don't know okay, the, we'll look into it so that when they get to this house it looks nice but there are so many taxidermied animals everywhere okay so when when gg was what it appeared to be high and she was just eating dinner and looking at all the animals on the wall they kept doing like an animal and then going back to gg and she's just like staring i'm not into that i don't know the animals you, on the wall like it's just Daring. a lot. It's too much. I like, I feel like if you're going to, if you're in a house like that, like in the living room, if there's like one deer thing, whatever, I'm like, okay, that's like on theme, but I don't need like every bedroom to. <laughs> yeah. Like keep it in one spot. Thank you. That's fine. right. Like give me like one little lodge themed room and then everywhere else can just be like normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so more MJ and Tommy dynamic because they're really just in an interesting point. So we hear that MJ sent the guys in the group this video of her, like a topless video, basically. And we see the video, it's blurred out, but we can see it's like very pretty graphic. (laughs) And I can't in her confession. I, in her interview, when she was like, "Well, when I get mad at Tommy, I send I send uh, nude videos." So, like, so, yeah, it's like a so thing. she said she had a fight with Tommy, and that's her response. But for the sake of her son, I guess rather than like posting it publicly, she only sent it to a few close friends. And it's like, is that better? Like, okay, and also 
Wouldn't you think that if you're mad at your significant other, you send, I, this is just a quick thought I had when, it, when I was watching, wouldn't you send the video like to them as like a tease of some sort? Because like then they would, but or, you know, I just don't understand the thought process at all because she's like, <laughs> well, me, me too. I think I'm trying to justify it. I don't, not well, really because sure. The, so she's saying that she doesn't ever tell Tommy about it, which of course they're talking about it on camera, but it's like, then he doesn't even like, so you just feel like you're getting revenge, but he doesn't actually get mad. Cause he doesn't know, I guess I don't, they have a weird relationship, man. Yeah. Like when I get, when I get in a fight with someone like arguing, which I don't now with these, I don't really do that anyway, because I feel like in life, there's nothing really to <laughs> argue like, about. Last, I don't time, know. last time I cursed a bitch out. <laughs> I sent my boobs to my friends. No. And like, see how they feel. But yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. I mean, I guess it's better than like other ways of of revenge, but it's yeah, I don't get who gets the satisfaction. It's bizarre. It's but. so interesting because like literally last week they were at dinner and he's like calling her his roommate and, you know, she's upset with him. And then she tells us at the beginning of this episode that they're doing so much better since that date night. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but we also had a fight and I sent a picture of my tits to everyone in the group. And it's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but also didn't she like ju- they all like she sent it to one person they all watched it together like they pulled it up again in front of her and like they were all just watching well they did but i think she sent it i think she sent it to like like a group Mike, chat nima shervin yeah like i think everybody got the photo which like i mean hit me up slide into my dms actually don't i don't know I, I you know what me yeah I don't know. Keep me on the, I don't know. But but then t- there's more like weird sex talk happening because Nima is like sort of flirting with destiny and they're talking about like how long he lasts. And he's saying that he likes like a quick thing and then a longer thing. And like, you know, 10 minutes is good. And then Mike is like talking shit about how like any woman, like no woman wants a 10 minute fuck. It was so strange. And I, it felt like all of a sudden it's like, wait, we we were just hanging out and now you're like, everyone's mad at each other again. Yeah. And Destiny was like, do you like to bite or, but you can't bite because you're veneers. And I was like, is, if, is if, if this is flirting, like I want no part of it, but the whole, like, this is not even the first time that this awkward Nima sex talk like was happening. And like, it's now they're t- telling Mike he takes Viagra. That's why he can go for hours and he breaks women's backs. And I'm like, where did this? Where are we right, going? And Mike's, Mike's talking about Layla again. And it's like, can we just, can we just not? I think the thing for <laughs> me is like, I feel like despite the fact that Mike is in a relationship right. and Nima, I don't know what's going on with Nima, but it's like, they have this weird competition over like, who's the like hot guy in the group. Yes. And it's like, Mike, you shouldn't care. Like you literally are in a relationship and you should be, you're in a relationship that you have messed up and you should be like focused on that. Like, why do you give a fuck what Nima's flirting with destiny about? Like you're out of the game. Yeah. And well, I don't think he wants to hear that forever, but you know what I've noticed on this show is that no matter what conversation is happening, someone always stands up. Someone is always the leader and stands up and just like tries to make a point. And last night Reza did that. But then Mike turned on him and was like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, why is there always like, there's so many like deep rooted, like, um, like arguments. You're so right. Every, every dinner or like group party at Shaw's always ends with one person being like, 
you guys. It's so <laughs> important that we as friends can come together and move past this. And it's like, just, <laughs> just sit down, eat your food. Yeah. But also Mike in this episode l- said numerous times that he thinks Elijah looks like him. And then at that point, Reza, which you never know, you cannot joke with these people. Reza was like, I wouldn't say that. Like, I would not continue saying that. <laughs> and Mike was like, why? And Reza was like, because of your track record. Like, are you serious? Like, don't, it's not like, don't say that. And then Gigi was like, no, no, you, my baby doesn't look like you. Like, he doesn't. I agree. I don't think he does. But also, I know, like, like, they showed the side by side. I was like, I don't see it. <laughs> But also, like, claiming that a baby looks like you is only cute when you're that baby's parent. Like, (laughs) Mike, sit down. Imagine walking up to a kid on the street and be like, to his parent, oh, my God, like, he looks like me. Yes, my nose. (laughs) (laughs) So creepy. Should I start doing that? I think I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) I know. See how how far you can get. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. And in the meantime, just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. 